welcome to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast, where my guests and I share tips and tricks to inspire you to build a great personal brand, to increase your visibility and authority. I am your host, Claire Bond, and on today's episode, I'm very excited to be joined by Brianna Rooney. Um, Brianna is the founder and CEO of Talent Perch, Diversity, The Millionaire Recruiter, and Techies um, that a firm just acquired in 2021. Um, Brianna's business offers companies and individuals a 360 degree solution to recruiting and sourcing. She's really passionate about all things recruiting, um, and she is also a co-host of her own podcast called The Talent Takeover Unfiltered. Brianna is a mom and believes that you can be as successful at work as you are at home and you don't have to choose. So she, she believes that we can be present and rock everything we do. I, I actually, I really love that. That's, I, I, I feel like that kind of resonates with me. I feel, uh, the whole work-life balance thing is, is a really, it's so strange that it's like a a kind of a polarizing thing. thing. (laughs) No, it's like polarizing. Like people are like, I hate it. It doesn't exist. And they're like kind of crazy about it. And, And my kind of take is like, well, you, you live and you work, so you have to find a balance, so therefore it exists. I would love to know, what are your kind of tips and tricks to kind of really finding that work, that actual balance in your life? Yeah, I think with anything, it's talk about it, like be very mm-hmm. open with it. And also um, act as is. So so for example, like uh, at work, we have a Slack. We have Slack channel. That's where all our vibes are. We're remote first. We do all those things. And so um, I now schedule slacks. So like, mm-hmm. let's just say, um, I don't know, I was out with my kids earlier, so I'm going to work a little bit later. And, you know, because it, it doesn't really matter when you work, right? As long as you get it yeah. done. And right. so what I will do though, is even though I might be working and I feel like I haven't hit my hours, you know, yet, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I will schedule a slack to go out the next day during normal work hours for whoever, you know, my team member is, whether or not they are East Coast, West Coast, doesn't matter. I think about those mm-hmm. things. So mm-hmm. I'm still getting that work done. I'm not forgetting about it, but I'm still setting it um, to, you know, work out for them and their work-life balance. Because I think that a lot of people, especially when you get to the top, you kind of like just are used to working at your own pace and your own hours Mm -hmm. and stuff. And if you're showing people that you're working late or you're sending an email at two in the morning, which by the way, I've definitely done randomly, you know, Mm -hmm. then that is showing that you actually don't value work-life balance. You preach Mm -hmm. it all you want, but you're not also giving it to other people. And so I think that is like that a big one. Yeah. I feel for me, I always just tell my team, you know what, we work in monday.com. I'm like, I'm going to be working on the weekend. I'm going to be working late because I can't, I really don't start doing my work until 4.30 my time. It just, Mm. the whole day goes I, it's kind of like everyone else's. And then I get to my stuff. It's kind of sad. I'm working on, I'm working on that balance part. But um, <clears throat> basically I just tell people like, I will respond when I can. And it doesn't mean you need to respond. You respond in when you're, you know, so I just tell, I kind of lay the groundwork because yeah. I can't schedule a response on Monday and I'm not going to be responding at 10 AM when I have a meeting. So I, I do it when I can, but yeah, I did. I like that Slack idea. That's a good idea. I've, I've, I use Slack for, um, some group that I was in, but I've never actually used it for work. So oh, I love it you for know, work. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's yeah. just one more thing. Cause we have like, we have like Google and you, then you have mm. Monday and I just feel like it's that one more thing. Is it really that valuable? So is it really that valuable? 
Uh, I think it is. So we actually have yeah. Monday.com too. But in fairness, like I don't, I'm not like as religious as Monday.com is like, yeah. I, like the rest of the team is. Uh, yeah. But we really focused on Slack from a culture aspect of things mm. on like, how do people actually feel a part of the team still? We have a okay. vibes channel. We have like an, an only pans channel where we put all our food stuff in, you know? Oh, so nice. like, it's been really helpful in that manner. And then okay. depending on what team the people are on, you know, it would be if they use Monday or Slack um, more, yeah. more often. Okay. Well, I definitely think your teams may be a little bit larger than ours, but I could definitely see, but that is an interesting, um, interesting thing. I can definitely bring it up. See if the team wants to do that. I always learned that stuff. And I don't know about, about you when you're doing podcasts and you have guests and you're always like, I didn't think about that. I always, I always leave learning something. Yeah, actually, you just gave me the chills because I think the same thing. This is why, like, yeah. I even have like a, a pen and notepad next to me. I'm like, totally wondering what. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder what I'm gonna learn. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's always a, such a good idea because I, I mean, I it's it's kind of a weird thing because I've learned over the process of doing this of, of you know you have all these experts that are expert in their niche and things like that. You kind of learn that like not everyone listens. Not everyone is good at communication. People like and all these things that I'm just like, yeah, I, I guess I see that, but it's just kind of a weird thing. I'm like, well, all right, well, I'm you know, but, but you always end up learning something. So, anyway, I definitely agree with you about the work life balance, um, and I do try to uh, to schedule emails, but I'm not a big emailer. I usually kind of remember responding in Monday, but I don't think Monday will work with me on that. I wish they would schedule the response. Yeah, I that yeah, would I don't be know enough about that. I feel like I yeah. want to slack my team. I want to be like, does that work? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I, I need to like you know. I, I I'm one of those like annoying people on the software things where I'm always like, I need your software to do this. Like I'm QAing their stuff oh. and I'm like telling them. Yep. Yeah. So I, it's probably one of the things that I need to be like, okay, here's what we need to do. So let's talk about kind of, cause you're in the world of recruiting. Um, yeah. and I'd love to know, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you work with like people at kind of all levels. So what do you think are the common mistakes that people make kind of once they feel like they've like hit it big in their career? Like what are common mistakes that people make? Well, I mean, I can tell you what I made for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I, I think that, um, you know, you define success in your mind and you define it at different levels, different stages. And then once you hit those thresholds, unless you mm -hmm. actually acknowledge that one, yes, I hit it. Yay. High five for me. Um, then you're like, what's your next thing? And so I think at the tippity top, a lot of people struggle with well, how do I define success now? Now, now let's see, I went from an individual contributor to a manager. Now my success is my team. Okay. Now when I'm up at VP, now what, what, what is it? Like what's driving mm -hmm. me, especially cause you know, in recruiting, um, as an agency level, you know, it is sales also, you know, at the end mm -hmm. of the day, you're still driving numbers, driving revenue. So it's like, what is that? What's the definition for you? Um, and mm -hmm. I think that's a mistake all the time. And, um, I mean, in, imposter syndrome, you know, I mean, there's, yes. I, I think all sorts of, of stuff happen, but I think it's because, um, uh, a lot of people pour from empty cups. Mm. So, um, what we do you mean that by a that? Lot. So, um, meaning like you're giving your team, your all, you know, you're mentoring, you're leading them and you don't take that moment to like, Hey, who's leading you? Who's mentoring mm -hmm. you? Like you can preach all you want. Like just how we talked about work-life balance. Yeah. You can preach it all you want, but do you do it yourself? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel I, it's a weird thing. Cause I feel like, um, you look at those personality tests and I feel like one of them where I was like, you know, in, in college, I was like an extrovert and like, now I kind of think I'm more introverted and I have mm. to be extroverted. Um, so I definitely like that, like downtime, 
Um, I definitely kind of like get off the clock, you know, at the, at the end of the day, like, you know, five, six is kind of like, ah, I'm pretty much done. It doesn't leave a lot of time to do, to do work where I'm just kind of like, yeah. Ah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the thing. I do have days where I block off. Like I don't do podcasts on, I mean, basically Tuesday, Wednesday. So I block off days and things like that, but I definitely see that. But what we were talking about, like with the pen and paper, I yeah. find that sometimes this podcast helps fill my cup because mm. I, because it's so nice. I feel like I bounce ideas off people. I learn things. I learn how to be a better manager. I learn how to be a better person. So I feel like in that sense, it kind of, I mean, we can all have really bad podcasts, right? You have a guest and you're just like, <laughs> but <laughs> yep. I don't know. I mean, how do you feel? Like, I feel like it kind of fills me up a little bit because I, I learned something. I get excited by learning. Yes. So um, Taylor Bradley and I are the ones that do the podcast together. And we literally just talked about this two days ago. So this is fun. okay. Um, so we, we try to record once a month, you know, batch them out. Right. So it's not like mm -hmm. this constant thing, um, but there's different guests that we really enjoy. And so we're kind of like, you know, going to their schedule. Yeah. And so, but we're like, oh my God, every time we get off the podcast, whether it's just like an hour, our day just rocks, you know, mm -hmm. like it's just so cool because not only are you getting to talk about things again, unfiltered at your own time, you get right. to um, go for it. Cause I think like when you tangent in conversations and like you said, you get to learn and you get to share, mm -hmm. it is so cool. And it does yeah. fill our cups for yeah. sure. A hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it, it is, it is a kind of funny thing. Cause sometimes it's a little, like, it's a little draining, right? Cause you're, uh, for me, I'm kind of like back, 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 back with meetings and things like that. The meetings don't fill the cup. This does. No meetings are yeah. awful. So just <laughs> yesterday, just yesterday, it's so funny. I'm like, I feel like, what do you bug my office? <laughs> I'm weirdly intuitive like that. I don't know. I'm weirdly intuitive. <laughs> because just yesterday I had like, because I had a couple of execs that are going on vacation or when I had like some, some scheduling conflict. And so I was in like back to back 45 minutes with all the different exacts, yeah. all different times. And I got so irritated and I could tell myself feeling, I could feel myself getting mm -hmm. negative, which is very rare for me. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm getting negative because I don't like this. Meetings to me are not productive. Yeah. Um, unless they're like war room meetings where it's like, all right, we're just getting all this stuff done, you know? Right. Um, right. And I was just, I was so negative yesterday and I was in my head and I was just sharing with a, a colleague of mine. I'm like, I needed to like, get out of that mode. I have to, yeah. like, you don't get to work. Like you said, like you don't get to work and it work. drives me crazy. Yeah. I don't, there isn't a way for me not to have weekly meetings with my team. Uh, cause I have met, cause we're in an agency, right. And yeah. I'm kind of one of the biggest driving forces of it. I help with strategy. So if there's not someone kind of leading and, and kind of strategizing, yeah, as we grow, I think things will change and some of that will be mm. off of me, but you know, Unfortunately, that is kind of my thing. And, and so I do just have to be there, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. I, I learned in, in one of the, um, I had a, a podcast guest, he was talking about kind of like leadership and giving yourself kind of space and yeah. his thing was, um, pause often. And I've really taken that to heart. Like before I jumped in here, I kind of did that. It's a weird thing when you're like, Ugh! and then you just pause, breathe. Yeah. And it's just a kind of a crazy, so I like learned so many like little things like that, where I try not to jump in, um, you know, super stressed. That said, when I jumped in the room before you came in, I was like, ah, <laughs> so my producer always sees me a little bit like kind of crazy. And I'm like, ah, like, you know, the fact that my hair is actually dry is a big thing. Sometimes I'm like, my hair is wet. And I'm just like, I'm here. We got it done. 
Yeah. <laughs> what is work-life balance? I don't know. It's not, it doesn't exist today. I, I, I told, I, I hear you. Don't beat yourself up. Cause I do that too. So what you need to get is, okay. um, do you, do you like the smell of eucalyptus? Uh, weirdly enough, there's a eucalyptus tree outside my door. Um, but yes, I do like it. Okay. So I have a shower spray and that just kind of triggers me to, you know, you're like breathing in deeply. It's kind of like you're yeah. at a spa, you're about to get a massage. So that yeah. really calms me down so much that I realized that smell triggers a nice niceness in my mind that I now bring it to work. So if ever I having those moments you're talking about, I spray it real quick and I go, so it's kind of like the same effect that if I I'm love in a it, yeah. I love that. I love that. All right. I feel like for me, I kind of like, um, I like the smell of Jasmine. Ah, it kind of reminds me mm -hmm. of like, kind of like a going on vacation. I thought it was interesting. Uh -huh. You're talking about kind of defining success and what, it, what it means. Like, how does, I feel like that's always such a crazy thing where I feel like there's sometimes guilt involved with defining success. Do you, yeah. do you agree? So, okay. Do you mean guilt because you feel bad other yeah, people don't like have in, it or in, where's the guilt? Uh, you know, I want to make this certain amount of money. I want to be a CEO. I mean, I know, yeah, sometimes, you know, I mean, if you, I don't come from a type A family and I'm a type A person. So sometimes I'm just like, they're always like, she's out in left field doing some crazy stuff. So, but yeah, sometimes I feel a little kind of guilty because I'm just, because <laughs> I'm disappointed if I don't meet a goal or achieve something. And then, but I'm just like, but it doesn't mean that you not achieving those goals is wrong. Like, so I don't know. Just, does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. That, that's why I was clarifying because like, that's, that's how I feel. So I reached this point. So when I, so I sold techies last uh, a year ago, like almost, <laughs> almost to the day. And I didn't even have time to enjoy it, to celebrate it, to do any of those mm -hmm. things, which by the way, I very much preach. So I had reached that level of success that one I didn't go out looking for, but I made it. And I was like, cool. Well now I have two other companies that I need to like yeah. focus on, like, you know, no time for that. And, um, I realized, and then, so in that sale, I was actually able nice. to pay off one of my houses. And I didn't tell anybody. Like, actually, I'm That's literally amazing. telling the podcast right now. Probably, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listens, like they'll be like, "What, really?" <laughs> yeah, but I, I never told anybody, and it mm. was because of that guilt. It was like mm -hmm. I didn't want to ever be flashy right. or show people, "Look what I did," and you can't. But it's like, why do I feel guilty yeah. about that I worked? No, really it's like that. it's, yeah. So that is really true. I, I remember talking to my sister, and um. I, I was like, you know, kind of like that. I kind of felt guilty with that, but I'm like, you know, I know that the, the, like, yeah, like things that I've attained are not of interest to you, but they are, they were to, you know, to me and to me, I'm kind of like, yay, I've done this thing. I've gone on this vacation. I've done whatever it is that I've wanted to do. And she's like, no, you, she's like, you should never feel guilty and you should always be like super proud of these kind of milestones, but it does feel kind of, mm -hmm. yeah, it, sometimes it does feel kind of guilty because you're like, yeah. I mean, if, if, unless you're completely, you know, tone deaf, head in, head in the sand, you, you know, what's going on in the world. So you're just kind of like my wins compared to some of the world stuff. You're just like, ah. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. It's yeah, a, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, I have been asked that too. Like with opening two more companies they are like, well, you know where the world is right now. Like, why are you open two more companies? I was like, but why wouldn't you think about it? Like, what do you mean? No, but why wouldn't uh, well, you? Why would I think about where, need, why where the you world open was? Your, open a company to fill a need. Well, 
Exactly. Exactly. They were just kind of like, why wouldn't you think of all the other things that are going on? I'm like, well, that's not my yeah. world. Like that might be other people's world, but like, I'm yeah. in it. Like I'm going, I see the gaps. I see the, what needs to be fixed. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that. to be asked those questions and then you have that's reflect. Such a weird. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird, I mean, it's a weird thing. I definitely think, you know, 2020, 2021, it taught a lot of people that, you know, the word pivot was like the, the word of 2020. Um, but it taught people that they had to do, do something different. And the ones that were agile, mm -hmm. the ones that made changes, the, those are the ones that kind of really were able to succeed. You know, it's just, yeah, the world kind of just mm -hmm. went upside down. Um, and I, and uh, yeah, it is a, it is a very weird thing, but I mean, for our business, it taught people that people need to be online more and they need to curate their personal brand more than they ever have because in-person networking and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, they couldn't do it anymore. You know, and now people are like, I found all these online yeah. things that I can do in person networking is cool, but I'd rather meet people from around the world rather than just my area. Right. Because now it's possible. But the, the same thing's happening in recruiting right now. And so we have, whoa, yeah. there's been a roller coaster the last two years because it right. went from like really scary, no one has jobs, to, oh my gosh, what are we thinking? <laughs> like now, now we need to hire again. So then our, our mm -hmm. salaries, our fees, all that stuff went up. And then now the same thing is happening where everyone's scared again. And of course, you know, t mm. uh, talent acquisition always gets let go first. Mm -hmm. And it's like, didn't you guys learn last time? Because I, I bet you, you know, come next year again, come 2023, like yeah. this is going to happen all over and you're going to pay for it. It like, is a weird. Yeah. It's wild to me. They don't. People well, don't I mean, actually learn. I've been laid off <laughs> they and you get laid off. There's a down and all. Yep. Mm -hmm. They got to hire again. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. Oh. It, it is a, yeah. Well, I mean, uh -huh. you have to fix the problems yeah. in the business. And what you were talking about makes me think of like, I, I use okay. that word for, I say scrappy. Yeah. Like scrappy wins every time because it's like, you know, there's a lot mm. of people that are scared of startups. Um, and I have also gone through that in my, my two new businesses as well. Cause mm -hmm. they were, I was remote, I'm remote first there. So I went from in office mm -hmm. with techies to remote first. And, um, and that's been a challenge because People want to be in a startup. They want to make a difference, but they don't realize what it actually takes. And oh when we talk God, about pivot, pivoting, it's like, all talk about a pivot. It's like, <laughs> you know, I'm doing, we're doing well, all, literally all day long. And they're like, there's too, like, I, I hear that's, there's too much change. It's like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. th that's, yeah. that's what it is. Well, like, so, it's, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I, I would love to know your take on kind of, you know, when you are in the recruiting, if, you know, business, there was a whole point where people, there were so many people looking for jobs and there weren't enough jobs and then it changed. So during that time when there were not yeah. enough jobs to go around, how important was the personal brand? It's, it's everything. I mean, so it, here, here's the okay. only disconnect I have to this yeah. because I do software engineers, so I'm tech. And so it's like, there's okay. never not enough jobs, for, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. there's, there's always tons of jobs. So for them, it's a little bit of a different market, but I have mm -hmm. done like the recruiter for recruiters and we've done other things as well. Um, and it's like, okay, wow. When it, LinkedIn really matters, your profile really matters. And if someone is on your profile and they have even three questions, you didn't yeah. do a good enough job on your LinkedIn profile, you know? And it's like, um, people are starting to realize, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make content. Mm -hmm. Well, but who's your content to and why? Uh, and so I think there's a lot of identity crisis yeah. right now. I'm sure you see it a lot when it comes to actually marketing yourself, branding yourself, because it seems like this mm -hmm. scary thing. Oh, I'm putting myself mm -hmm. out there, but it's like, but what for? 
You know, like, yeah, yeah, you need to have a presence, but why and what is that presence? Yeah, I can only imagine all the things you deal with. It definitely has to be very focused. Um, It is is an interesting thing how people are just kind of now starting to realize it. Yeah. And it it could be, it could either be a hot mess or it could be very good. So have you seen like kind of both? I mean, obviously not with with maybe your particular people that you're recruiting for, but other, other people in that field that they can, you know, you have like the the difference between the hot mess and the very um, methodical personal brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have two. And then it's like what I, who I also help as well as people that mm-hmm. are wanting to start their own recruiting agency. And that's one of the first conversations. Who is your market? Why does it look like, I mean, um, I was talking to someone the other day and their company wasn't even linked in their LinkedIn profile. And I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> let's start at the beginning. And they were asking me all these right. great questions, right? But I was like, look, I will get yeah. there. But if you don't do this first, that right. does not even well, matter. I mean, before I we even answers. jumped in here, I did a Google search on you. Lots of photos of you uh, with with bangs, with out bangs, like all, yeah, <laughs> like all. But so yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see what I found. And then, you know, you jump in here, but I always think it's a good idea, whether I'm a, uh, you know, a guest or I'm, I'm, I have guests, like just do a little bit of research that way you kind of have an idea of like what they're doing, what they've done and that kind of thing. And kind of their voice essentially, because it just, sometimes I will literally look at it. I'll have the questions that maybe, mm-hmm. you know, that you gave, but I'll be like, I want to ask this question. Yeah. Uh- yeah. We do oh, the yeah. same thing as recruiters. I mean, like it, whether or not I'm, whether or not I'm hiring on my own team, it's I like, look, we definitely look at all that stuff. And to think that people aren't, I, look, the, I, there like, was some stat that one of the businesses we used to have would help people with their online profiles, whether they were online dating or on, um, or on LinkedIn. And it was something like not over 90%. This mm. was like five plus years ago. It was 90 something percent of recruiters will do a Google search and look at your LinkedIn profile. And I'm sure it's pretty much close to a hundred percent at this point. Cause it's. Oh, it has to yeah. be. If it was that I mean, strong five just, years ago. I know yeah. that I look at stuff, yeah. you know, I mean, it's like when you're hired, sometimes it could just, it could either tell you it, it, it could go both ways. If you're kind of neutral, then that's fine. Right. But you may not even get a call to get an interview, but if it's great or if it's bad, like you're like, Whoa, what were you thinking? I think that stat's probably accurate now for just social media in general, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I bet you Mm -hmm. people are fully looking at all of that because, I mean, I know we did a while ago, so I can only imagine now. So I think that's the interesting thing when you talk about personal brand and how powerful you are. Like, it does matter your personal. Personal goes into professional Are you you using your personal brand to to build your business? And like, what, what are kind of some things that you're doing? Yeah. So actually that, that's, that's the hard yeah, part when yes. we're talking about, I'm in meetings all just like you. It's like, it is my brand that drives, mm-hmm. drives the business. It is my teachings, um, everything I've learned and stuff like that. So that's really difficult because it's like, mm-hmm. everyone needs you, you know? So it's like, well, we need this. We need that. Like, I mean, just, uh, just yesterday we started this thing. Hey, you know, what words do you like and not yeah. like? And I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. So we're really getting nitty gritty. And it's not, it wasn't just on a professional level. It was actually on a personal level as Mm -hmm. well, which I found to be interesting because I think now with brands, even though it's like Mm -hmm. my lifestyle shouldn't matter, Mm -hmm. it does matter. 
And so I think that that's interesting because like the millionaire recruiter persona, you know, on YouTube, yes, it's very much me, but they also want to know, what are you doing? You know, like I want to do what you're doing. You know, when I lived in Mexico, they wanted to see videos and photos and all those things. And so what I'm doing now for that is getting a little more social with things. I am letting people a little more in, which I mm -hmm. got to tell you, I was really hesitant um, yeah, about, yeah. you know, I got two little kids and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, what do I, what do I show? Um, what do I not show? And then, so it's, it's, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of having an, an interesting identity yeah. on what I do. No, what I, yeah. I kind of went the opposite way because I used to be, I, you know, do, I was in the influencer mm. space. I would do tons of stuff on social media. I was constantly posting and photos and making sure that I was made up and my hair was done and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, um, mm. most of the time I literally, I'm not wearing makeup. You know, my hair usually looks the same way because I just wash it and let it dry. But um, yeah, it, but basically I don't get ready every day like I used to get ready every day and doing all the photo shoots and doing videos and all this stuff. You know, I lean on on videos like this, but I, I think that you just you, you just have to do what you're comfortable with. I kind of saw just so much negativity again, 2020 and 2021, just so much negativity. And I just kind of pulled back from that. I was like, I just, there's so much negativity. I really just want nothing to do with it. I'm going to kind of keep my blinders on for a little bit and just do, you know, my thing and just not share yeah. my life because I feel like there was so much negativity about people's lives like jealousy and whatever. And I was like, I yeah. just don't want anything to do with that. So I, I agree that, you know, I do have clients that like to post their children. I would not post my children personally, but it, it has to be a choice. Mm -hmm. So I always say, do what makes you feel good. And like, mm -hmm. and, and cause you're talking about like all of these things that you have to do, do what you can. That's, that would be my advice. Like, do what yeah. you can. And then it's it, at a certain point, you know, maybe you want to do a little bit more or, you know, yeah. Like I've, I've done a couple, I've, I've done a couple TikTok videos. Like while I was out, like I was wine tasting and I, sh I shot a couple things <laughs> and we put it together and did a TikTok and a reel out of it. But sometimes I don't feel like that. I was like, I don't want to be photographing my vacation or my day off. Agreed. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. So I have been doing that. Like, I'd be like, okay, you know, if I need something like once a day, you know, if I feel like it, great. But like, I got to tell you most of the time when I feel like it is yeah. at like five in the morning after my workout, you know? So it's like, like, that's when I feel like it. And so, yeah, I have been posting more of like no makeup stuff like that, you know? Um, and sometimes with the kids, it's like, Hey, if we're doing something really cool, mm -hmm. we decorated for Halloween. It's like, okay, cool. Like I will, sh I will share some yeah. stuff like that. It makes me feel comfortable, but yeah, I have been trying to just listen to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love that you said that because I'm like, do I feel guilty about this? It is, like, it is a hard I thing. Just, I mean, I obviously I'm a, you know, do personal branding. So, but I'm in the same kind of thing. And I just, I, I was finding in the influencer space that I was on social media so much. I was doing so much that I was like, hmm. I, I just, I don't know. There was just this point where I'm like, I, I was at some event. I may have been at a concert or something. And I'm like, I'm literally watching the concert on my phone. What is wrong with me? What is wrong? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, your life is, is, is you know, looking through this teeny phone and what's the point of actually being there? And so then I kind of was like, I'm going to put the phone down. That's so I just had this conversation last week with one of my employees and she was at um, mm. a comedy show and they took her phone because, you know, also like I went to Bruno Mars, they took her phone. I love that. She had so much wow. anxiety from it. Because she was like, I don't know, like, she's like, I, I didn't know if I needed a work email. I have my, my kids needed me or, to, you know, but my husband was there and she starts rambling. And I was like, hold on. 
that means there's something mm-hmm. wrong and we need to fix this. You know, you have to be, when you're in it, you're in it. When you're out of it, you're out of it. And that should yeah. show you that you need to do better. And she's like, I know. So like, I think that was her epiphany too. Yeah, I go ask. Yeah, that would be week. interesting. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I remember, yeah. um, I feel like my husband's more yeah. attached to his phone than I am. We went somewhere and we were, we were, we were late. <laughs> and so we were down the street and he's like, and I go, oh man, I forgot my phone. And he's like, do you want to turn back? And I'm like, no, we don't have time to turn back. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm completely sure. If someone needs to get a hold of me, they know I'm with you. It's fine. Like, and I, and I kind of felt free. Yeah. (laughs) I, I love that. So we, um, we have rules. And so like, when you talk about the work-life balance, I'm Uh not allowed to have my phone at the table. I definitely am not one of the ones that ever allows my kids on iPads Mm -hmm. at restaurants. Like that's not a thing. Uh, And then my fiance and I, if we ever go out on a date, like I'll literally text my ex and I'll be like, Hey, I'm out. Like you're good. Right. And like, you know, Mm -hmm. cause if I do worry, cause you have to, right. You have to worry about your kids, but it's like, I fully trust him. He's a great dad. So it's like, what, what, like who has to get a hold of me? Like no one. So we'll leave our phones. Like we won't even, we'll keep them in the car or you know, wherever we are. Right. And it's just great. And there's no reason. And then, you know, we don't have time of pictures right but it's like it's okay we enjoy that is an interesting thing because i have so many pictures so many pictures of everything i did for like five years (laughs) every trip i did everything i ate everything and now like since like since pretty much (laughs) and beyond like i'm like i have no photos of us doing that i have no photos of me and my husband at this event or wine tasting or something and i'm just like yeah like i'm kind of going like i miss not having the photos uh huh. You know what's funny is, um, and I'm very vocal about this, but um, I tell everyone, look, I am not on social media. If you guys, if something's happening in your life, I want to yeah. hear about. It. Send me pictures, please, directly. I had a friend, good friend of mine, had a baby and posted on Instagram. And again, I'm not on there. Like now I'm yeah. starting to post, but it's really my team that's doing that. Like I send in the stuff because um, I, I don't like to scroll. The only mm. thing I scroll <laughs> is LinkedIn and Pinterest actually. And so um, <laughs> that's my, that's my bag. And so anyways, she, she had her baby. I had no idea. I literally text her. I was like, Hey, like, aren't you like, do like, what's going on? How are you feeling? She's like, Oh, I had him two weeks ago. Here's a photo. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? But yeah, yeah, it just. And I had a friend that got engaged, you. and I didn't know until you know. She's like, "You didn't see the photos?" I'm like, "No." And so I went back, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you got engaged no. two weeks ago. <laughs> Wasn't on Instagram." Yeah, like it is. It is funny. I, I, I basically I sometimes Crazy. I'll be on there, but and I'll have my friends like DM me. I'm like, "You have my text. You, you have my phone. Just text me." I say email Something. me. Yeah, like, like, like email me. Like, like saying, gonna- <laughs> "You have this message. I think it's one of your friends. Do you want to get? You want to respond?" And I'm like, "She knows. My, what is she doing?" There's just too many communication. Like that, that that's the, the Slack thing. I'm like, there's too many communication things that people are just like, oh, didn't you get my message? And, and I had someone was like, didn't you get my message in Facebook Messenger? I'm like, seriously, I haven't opened up Facebook in like three years. I no, I yeah. didn't got it. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't get me. They're like, did you get my birthday wish? I'm like, nope. Yeah, I've. Uh, I could tangent on that all day. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this was like a fun little conversation. I feel like the, the biggest thing that I, that I hope someone takes from it is work-life balance and do what makes you feel good. I think that was like kind of like the yeah. overriding kind of thing that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to be in when you can be comfortable being like, you know, what? no, I don't feel comfortable doing that. 
So I want to know what, like, what three mm-hmm. tips can you give the audience? Like, I, I'm going to open it up to whatever you want it, whether it's recruiting, whether it's work-life balance, what three tips do you want to give the audience? When it comes to success, um, keep tabs on yourself. So I like to put five things that I want to accomplish, like, like non-negotiables within, you know, three to six months, nothing like, Oh, here's my five-year plan. I think that's insane. And then at, when I decide what five things I want to accomplish, I have another post-it that has like the micro goals, like the, the mini things to get to each and every one of those. So then I still feel like I've accomplished things. I cross them off. I highlight whatever. I take a picture. Actually, I have a little oh. envelope that I keep those. So whenever I want to be like, Hey, did I actually achieve something? Is what's my success look like? I, I go back and I, I read it. Um, that for sure. Cause I think you have to keep tabs on yourself. Otherwise you're just going to feel mm-hmm. like, you know, like a failure. Um, and I think that's the yeah. worst feeling like ever. Um, so that would definitely be, that would definitely be one. Um, I think when it comes to being an entrepreneur, I think what's really important is to realize like the why behind things, because I have a lot of people that come to me and I'm I'm assuming for you as well, that's like, Hey, I want to start my, my own, whatever, right? Normally it's recruiting agency, but sometimes they won't even have recruiting experience. And they're just like, they just decided one day, like, this is what they were going to do. And I was like, Holy moly. So I definitely, the why behind being an entrepreneur, it's not easy. It's, there's nothing easy yes. about it. It's <laughs> it not easy. It's not the easy decision. <laughs> no. And so I think to piggyback on that, um, I would say, you know, when you're hiring, know why. Like again, um, why do I need this person? And then is this a full-time job or is this a mm-hmm. contractor that I could grab? And if it's not a contractor, then what are they going to do? And then have, but additionally, it's like, you have to have a plan for them, you know, and you can't just assume that they're going to hit the ground running mm-hmm. to what you wanted. Cause I think lots of times, I'm sure you can relate, like you're up, you're kind of in your head, you know, and you know what, what you want and you know how it's supposed to go. And you don't tell them that or you don't articulate it to the point that they understand. Because I think when you're having conversations with people, they listen to only a certain point because people listen to respond, Mm -hmm. not understand. So I think I've, I've also um, had, had issues with that as well. People listen to respond, not understand. Interesting. I'm actually going to be on this. I had a a guest and I'm actually going to be on his podcast uh, in an hour. Um, And that was kind of one of the things that he was talking about. A lot of times that, you know, he would have like his kids even like repeat it back to me. Like, what did I actually ask you to do? Mm. Because they were like, they just responded and they weren't. And they were like, yeah, I wasn't listening. And so he was saying, cause he was talking about like mm-hmm. management and communication yeah. and how that is so key. So it, you, you both were on the exact same page with that, just kind of with a different, different way of articulating it. So interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll even be in like an all hands meeting. Right. And so people hear all sorts of different things. Cause again, they're only like people's yeah. attention span is so short at this point, which is really sad, <laughs> like guppies. Uh, so what I do, what I do now is I send out, um, an, uh, what we mm-hmm. call the squawk, but it's a, it's this mm-hmm. newsletter, basically a recap. Here's literally all like a high, high level points of what we went over. So don't tell mm-hmm. me that you didn't hear it and you didn't see it. Like, yeah, you know, no, you can't, I like can't that. do that anymore. There's so many, so many little nuggets in here. Thank you so much, uh, Brianna. This has been a really fun conversation. Um, I definitely learned a lot and reiterated that. Yeah. I'm going to, I, that's a good idea to do that kind of recap thing. But again, one more thing on my plate, but 
One more thing. I know, but you know, I will say yeah. that one, that one does strong because I think we, we put in all these like safety nets for people when it's really like, just do your job. Right. But that safety net, I okay. will say that one, that one works because yeah. Yeah. no one can Or say they it. might, but you're like, uh, yeah, no, there's the email, you know, yeah. Nope. They'll learn they, that, uh, it, that they can't, they can't say that again. Cause they're like, Oh yeah, I did that last time. And I learned the hard way that that didn't work. Interesting. Oh, you see, again, you always get like little nuggets. Yeah. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I just learned something today. So thank you so much for that. Yeah. Uh, fun. Yeah. yeah well, no, it's thank been you so super much for being fun. Thank here. you for having a fun me. conversation. And thank you for listening and watching. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.